The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about changes in SEO data sources. Joining us is Tom Wells, who is an SEO and content marketing consultant at Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. In addition to being our guest today, Searchmetrics is also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. So far this week, Tom and I have talked about the state of web performance in 2021, the rise of web builders, CMSs, and plugins. And today we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about big data versus granular insights. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's the last part of my conversation with Tom Wells, an SEO and content marketing consultant at Searchmetrics. Tom, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for having me on, Ben. Yeah, really happy to be here. Always excited to have you on the show. Glad to have you back. You know, we talked a lot about what you should be optimizing in terms of web performance. It's kind of been the topic of the year in 2021 with the launch of Core Web Vitals. And we're starting to see the prioritization for SEOs at some technical optimization. But it doesn't seem like everybody's getting the message here right? The web performance has been relatively static for the last few years, and it seems like there's an opportunity there. And I think a lot of this has to do with understanding what is going to actually have an impact on your business. Hey, if everybody is, you know, relatively slow coming out of the gates with load speeds and LCP and all their core web vitals, why should I bother to focus on that? It's just a tie game. And so I'm going to win with content. This comes down to an analysis problem, in my opinion. So talk to me about, you know, when you think about analyzing your SEO performance, there seems to be this kind of debate between 
big data versus granular insights. How do you think about the two and you know where should SEOs be focusing? Great question, Ben. So basically what I would like to talk about with this, or hopefully that the listeners can get from this, is, is more a way of thinking about data rather than specific takeaway tips. So I like to think of big data is great for trends. Granular insights are what you should use to take action, right? So if I, if I think about, I mentioned loading speed, not really improving over time. A great source for people if they want to check stuff out online is called httparchive.org. Go through the charts. You can see various different metrics over time. It's really, really interesting. But again, it's not everything because sometimes the way that big data is collected is flawed or it can miss an insight that an SEO platform, for example, search metrics can tell you. So you really need to kind of combine both and understand what that means and then take action. So where should you be focusing on understanding big data and trends? And when should you be using more granular insights to take action? So big data and trends is really good to understand the landscape that you operate in. Because many companies, and again, I'm not calling anyone out. This is just the, the de facto approach. You know, they'll look at their, their Google Analytics data and they'll see their traffic hopefully increasing month on month and go, okay, we're doing pretty well. Or they'll look at their CPC or PPC data and go, this ad campaign is better than our last one. But that's looking at things in isolation. You're only comparing company data internally with company data internally. So the amount of power that insight gives you is somewhat limited. But if you begin to look at your niche, your industry, your segment as a whole, using larger data sources that look at millions of data points, you can then see, okay, where do I fit into that industry? What opportunities do I have? You know, Where am I overperforming? Where am I underperforming? Where can I make some quick wins along the way? And then you can use your own internal data to, to basically map out a point to you, you know, achieving your goals. So I guess without being too meta, I think what would be useful is to talk about some of the data sources for SEOs, when you're looking for your trends, when you're thinking about big data, what are some of the places that you and the search metrics team, you know, think about in terms of understanding what the trends are in your industry? Okay, so first off, you know, search metrics is a big data source in itself. It tracks billions of data points every single day. It's a fantastic place to start. Nevertheless, I would still like that, to... That was a softball for you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, right. Funny you should ask. Search Funny metrics. you should ask. Great source right. of search but, data. All right, go on. But, but here's something interesting that you can do if you're an SEO is head on over to HTTP archive. And like I said before, .org and look through some of the charts. That's actually based on what's called the Crux dataset. That stands for Chrome user experience is one of the largest publicly available data sets for real-time user experience online. You can access it through Google's BigQuery interface. If you're an SEO, you'll know what that means. And you can begin to look at upwards of 7 million data points for desktop, 7 million data points for mobile. Why is that interesting? Because you can, you can chart average loading speeds. You can see metrics for your industry. You can really begin to see how is the industry as a whole performing and how do I stack up compared to that? Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. 
Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So there has to be some prepackaged data there as well. I understand you can use search metrics for more customized data. There's HTTP archives. There's got to be Gardner and Forrester and other places that are, you know, trying to look at these data trends. Are any of those things useful for SEOs? Are there any sort of research organizations where you find that research organizations that you find are coming up with interesting topics that are relevant for SEOs? That's a really tough question. And I don't really want to sound too negative, but so few reports out there kind of meet what I would call my threshold for rigorous statistical analysis that I wouldn't personally recommend many data sources out there. You know, a few places publish reports, but really not that many are that valuable for for people's insights if we're talking about what should I do for my business. I think that there's lots of industry-specific reporting. When you think about big data, you can find industry information that isn't just specifically about SEO that can be useful, but I don't think that there's a single data source to try to understand what's happening at a macro lens, which is what makes search data so powerful. So when you flip the script here and you're starting to think about the granular analysis, right? Okay, I'm going to go look at search data. I'm going to go look at some of the archives and understanding what's happening on a macro trend. How do I take the data that I'm getting out of those big sources and start to get more granular insights that it can make actionable? So one good thing that you can do is industry benchmarking or benchmarking in general. So if you happen to look at a metric that you're interested in, let's let's say loading speed, you can see what the industry average is. And a very simple way would be to say, okay, what's my average? How do I stack up compared to that? That's a granular insight because it's something that you can act on immediately. If you're underperforming, that will lead to you know, steps that you can take towards hopefully overperforming. Simply by knowing that is, is incredibly powerful in itself. A lot of organizations may not really know how to actually benchmark what is an industry average? What is a good loading time? There are very few sources out there that that offer it. I mean, a few months ago, you know, Searchmetrics themselves published the Co-op Vitals report. There are upwards of, I think, 45 industry benchmarks in there on all types of metrics, including the three Co-op Vitals. We looked at 2 million URLs. That's a great starting point. If you want benchmarks for the US, the UK, and Germany, you can kind of go in there and have a look for desktop and mobile. What would be a good score in those, those various metrics? Talking specifically big data... Yeah, benchmarking would probably be the simplest use case for most companies, I would say. Yeah, it's interesting to think about this. The It's kind of the power of tools like search metrics and the SEO platforms is they have access to all of this big data resources. You can look at what's happening in your industry broadly and understand the trends. 
but you can also get more granular and more, I don't want to call it feature focused, but start to actually take action and see what you can do to manipulate and follow your search results over time, not only through benchmarks with your industry, looking at sort of the macro trends, but then also, you know, against your direct competition. When you think about that breakdown of looking at global search performance, looking at industries, you know, comparing against your competitors, you know, how do you find the balance of thinking about where we stand broadly as opposed to direct competition or just focusing on yourself? Again, not to to be in danger of picking up search metrics in the platform again, but again, even as an outsider perspective, having worked at agencies, I've been a daily user of the platform for many years now. And one of the things that I love about it is that you just can get those competitive insights straight away. A few button clicks and a URL in a search bar and you can see who are your competitors in terms of in terms of organic keywords or even in terms of paid keywords, right? Why is that interesting? If you begin to see topics coming up that one of your closest competitors is consistently ranking higher than you, that's a granular insight because it's you must be kind of missing the mark in some way on strategy. So you can go from the search metrics platform, see who is your closest competitor in terms of keyword traffic, in terms of topics, in terms of analysis and go, okay, how can we make better content that can help improve our organic rankings, right? Speaking organically. Paid is a little bit of a different workflow, but still nonetheless interesting. If you have access to industry data, you can kind of see, okay, what are things like an average CPC value in a fashion industry and go, okay, that's kind of an industry benchmark. From there, you can also see things like competitive keywords, what other companies are bidding on. And if you combine those two data points, you can effectively come up with a data-driven PPC strategy, right? That's a couple of ways that you can combine data sources and go from big to granular pretty quickly. You know, at the end of the day, when we think about search optimization, often we're in the trenches. We're thinking about keyword optimization. We're thinking about individual page optimization, maybe some technical stuff as well. I don't think that SEOs broadly are thinking about the macro landscape and understanding, well, it's not just about how my website is performing. It's how is my website performing relative to the competition and relative to the industry? And how is that industry as a whole performing? Tom, I appreciate you coming on the show and walking us through the way to take the big data sources and the larger landscape perspective and thinking about how to break that down into more granular insights. No worries, Ben. Obviously, that was a largely simplified account uh, given in our limited time. But if anyone wants to reach out to me on LinkedIn for more specific questions about anything that I mentioned, feel free to do that. And I'll be happy to answer any questions. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Tom Wells, SEO and content marketing consultant at Searchmetrics for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Tom, as he mentioned, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can contact him at his company's website. It's searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs. 
because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 